Welcome everyone to RAF Reviews, a Respawn Empire Reviews Inscription. Welcome. We're going to talk today about the game Inscription. And I will say up front before we introduce anybody, before we do anything, <laughs> stop right now. Stop it. Go through this checklist in your mind. Have you played this game? Have you beat this game? If you answered no to any of the above, stop it. Don't look don't listen to this. Don't look at stop looking at it. Close your eyes, close your ears, throw your phone in a pool. They're waterproof now. They can't do that. Throw your phone in the quarry. In a quarry. Because uh, we're going to be talking spoilers as we review Inscription. I'm one of your hosts, Chad Michaelinis. We've got us uh, Adam Billy Goat Gumbert as well. Say, hey, Adam, what's up? I'm here grabbing for <laughs> yeah. your neck. You've got the same hands that are on the screen right now from the screenshot. <laughs> uh, and we also have with us Jerrica. Put that thing back where it came from or so. Help me, Hannah. How are you, Jerrica? That's me. Hello. Doing well. Jerrica, we are so excited to have you here. It's been a while since you've been on uh, Respawn Name Fire production, so it is wonderful to see your face again. Uh, if people, for some reason, haven't been listening to Respawn Name Fire for the last five years that it's been around, five freaking years, six? I don't know, something like that. Uh, what do you do and where are you from? You know, I'm just this gal that occasionally talks about video games and, you know... I have gas this evening, had a few beers, so that's all I'm about, you know? And occasionally I do a podcast with my co-host, Kayla. Um, what? We have a podcast at What's JK Gaze Podcast. Yeah, that thing, JK Gaze Podcast, you know, Jerrica, Kayla, JK, not just kidding, it's just, you know, the first letters of our name together. So very easy to understand, but you should check us out. <laughs> Dope. Awesome. Well, thanks again for being here. Again, this is spoiler heavy. There will not be a non-spoiler version of this review. It will not start with no spoilers and end in a spoiler discussion. This is your last warning, Brent. Stop listening. Yeah, I called you out. <clears throat> that kid watched the Last of Us Part Two spoiler review we did with Jerrica on it. The entire thing without having played the game. Oh my God. I know. I do that all the time. I it's know. not a big deal. Yeah, for the Last of Us Part Two, get out of here. But we're not talking about The Last of Us. We are talking about Inscription, which is, uh, a, at first blush, it's a deck-building game from the publishers at Devolver Digital, the uh, development studio that I have forgotten to look up. D do you know off the top of your head, Adam? It's Daniel Mullins is the guy who did Daniel it. Daniel Mullins. It's like D. Millie Games. Yeah, Daniel Mullins guy. Games. Okay. The guy. Uh, the guy, yeah. Um, same guy who's in the videos, all the, all the FMV videos. FLV? I FLV? think that's a different guy. A different, a different guy? guy. Okay. That's an actor. Different guy. Or a real person. I thought that, too. I don't know what the actual guy looks like. Well, this is a game that came out last year, and Adam's like, this is the best game that's ever been made this year. And I'm like, whatever, PC nerd. I'm not ever going to play that game because it's only on PC. <laughs> not even on my Mac computer, even if I wanted to play it. And then it did eventually come to Mac, and now it's on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5, so all the people of the world can enjoy it, and that's where I played it. Uh, so, Adam, you played it last year, and Jerrica, you just recently found it. Tell me about your experience with it. Yeah, I, of course, played it on PC. Uh, I just was in a mood because I've been playing, you know, lots of Destiny, and I just needed a palate cleanser, and I wanted something different. And, you know, I feel like it was on a lot of people's lists for, like, their game of 2021, and I just never got to it, and really because it just looked like a creepy card game, and I was like, I'm not going to get into that. I don't I don't play digital card games on my phone or on my computer or whatever. You know, I'm just not that type of card game player. 
So at first glance, I was like, yeah, I don't know if it's something I get, would get into. But, you know, I started seeing people like talk about it online without giving any spoilers. And as soon as I saw someone was was like, don't look up anything this, about this game, please play it. And that is a big selling point for me. I'm like, okay, I'm in. I love a game that's like, don't go into it knowing anything. And like, that's always, I know it's going to be an experience that I'll enjoy. So that's what we got me into it. And uh, I'm really glad I started it. Luckily, the card game is really fun. And I now I guess I play card games. I guess I'll play Solitaire <laughs> next. You know, I hear that's a good one. Solitaire is um, good. I love whenever like the Jack like stabs the seven through the heart too. It's a good one. Yeah, it's pretty violent and enjoyable, you know. Um, so yeah, I hopped into it and it was definitely not what I thought it was. And it broke the fourth wall a few times. And that is right up my alley. Um, I don't, we'll get to that, I'm sure, a little bit later, but I have something to say about, you know, what it opens up to after you beat, like, the first act. I was, I jumped out of my seat, and I was just, like, I turned around, because Audrey was, like, working from home, my girlfriend, right behind me, and I turned around, I'm like, this game is more than what I thought, this is awesome. So I just, like, <laughs> couldn't keep it in. I just, uh I'm so glad it came to PlayStation, because literally, um... She has not been able to put down Destiny for years now. That's all she plays. <laughs> it's a problem. And it is. Um, but, you know, uh, she put down Destiny to play this game, and she's literally probably playing it right now downstairs. So uh, it's a great game. Can make Audrey put down Destiny. You should play it 10 out of 10. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> I played it because of... Uh, <laughs> Audrey, you're not supposed to watch this yet. She's in the chat right now. It says, I am playing it. Uh, oh, she's to already beat yet. it. She, she could play. Oh, okay, okay. She's or she could listen. Yeah. Good. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I was in the same boat, playing a ton of Destiny, and Adam's like, "Shut the fuck up and play this game." Finally, it's on PlayStation, <laughs> and I'm like, "Shut up." And then he's like, "Don't do it." And same thing, the curiosity of like, don't know anything about it going in. I was like, "Okay, I'm in." I am a card game type person. I was one of those beautiful nerds in high school who had an extensive Magic the Gathering collection, um, lots of decks there. Used to bring them the, on camping trips, Boy Scouts, all that kind of stuff. I was really into Hearthstone for a couple months when it first came out, but I haven't done anything card collecting or anything like that or card gaming in maybe ten years. Um, and this game has has stoked that fire in me. I know that at, it's so much more than that uh, now that I've played through it, but it's also like started to give me the itch that maybe I want to do Magic the Gathering, maybe I want to do. Hearthstone, Va uh, what's the other one from Steam? Not Steam, Valve. Maybe I want to do whatever the fuck that one is. I don't know. Maybe you have to have a PC for it. But yeah, card games. They're they're back in my my want list, my category. But I also want something to collect too. But that's besides the point. We're talking about the game. <laughs> Adam, do you even remember what this game is? You played it so long ago. Yeah, no, I remember <laughs> what it was. It was uh, my game of the year 2021. I'm glad you finally listened and stopped being so uh, bullish. Big-headed? Just thinking of animals. Uh, no, it's a great game. Uh, I played it very late in the year. I think I didn't play it till like November, December, because I was just going through the list. Like, what is everyone's things on their list? And then I played this game, and I beat it, and I was like, well, that's automatically number one. I didn't have to think about it again. Uh, it is that impressive to me. Not, again, just the roguelike card-playing part is awesome, and then everything else makes it even better. And I just, I don't know, it's it's great. I don't know what to tell you. It's good. It's a very good video game. So uh, I was all in, man, especially not knowing what's going on. And then you find out and then you're like, let me go to Twitter. Let me go to Reddit real quick. Let me see what's going on around here. And uh, it's wonderful. 
This is an open question. This will kind of like start our discussion about the game. An open question for either of you. Is there a specific moment you can think of or point to where you realize like, oh, fuck, this is game is this game is something different. This game is special. I think, hmm. after, I mean, for me, it was just when I started to discover I could leave the table and that there was like little clues around the room. And I was like, ooh, what's this? I started touching things and I was like, man, I love escape rooms. So this is pretty cool. Uh, and I was like, uh, I don't know if I should be creeped out. Like, I love scary games, like any kind of like creepy, uh, you know, throw a zombie at me. I'll take it, hold on to it, hug it. <laughs> um, try to kill it afterwards. Uh, I, I love a creepy game, and immediately the vibe, like it's like this old, like old school style. Like I don't know, would you play it on a floppy disk? It's very floppy disk esque games that we used to play a long time ago. Um, but it's just got a weird mystery. You don't know if you're supposed to be scared or not. So just st standing up from the card table and being able to explore, I was like, this is cool. Um, I don't know if there's more to it. Is this the thing that makes this game special? Um, but I have to say, like, there's there's many points where I was like, this game is more than what it is multiple times. And I think that's what makes it really fun. Yeah, Adam, what getting about up from the table. Uh, yeah, that, that moment's great. Doing the thing where it's like, hey, pick an eye because you cut your eye out. And then it's like, <laughs> well, this one looks special. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, look at everything everywhere. All that's awesome. All that's great. And you go through that entire first act. And then the camera pulls out or the fucking camera stops and it's fucking old lucky card gamer boy over here, lucky <laughs> Carter. And it's like, oh, all right. What? Now we're now we're getting into it. It's like, oh, I'm a dude recording this on my for my YouTube channel, which, by the way, was a real <laughs> YouTube channel that was put out before the game was put out. So you could randomly have found this before the game ever came out. Um, I fucking love that. So. Yeah. Once you again, everything in that first act is wonderful. And then you get a pull out and you're like, oh. Oh, 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 what's going on here? And uh, it gets even crazy. It just keeps getting more crazy. So, uh, yeah, that's all great. I'm, I was, I'm a sucker. I'm sorry. I just like, no, I'm a such it. a, such a sucker for found footage. Like any crappy, <laughs> scary movie, if there's found footage, I'm going to watch it. Like the Blair Witch Project, obviously one, the first and one of my favorite scary movies of all time. Cause you never really get to see like what it is that's supposed to be scary. And as soon as I saw like found footage, that was the moment I jumped up and turned around to Audrey and I was like, there's found footage in this game. I can't talk to you. And then I was like, I don't want to tell you about this. I'm like, this is just amplified now. So for sure, I, I agree with Adam. That's awesome. I was sucked in and knew this was going to be something cool. The first time you die, which for me, I, I made it a very long, I made it to the third person. Like you fight the, what is it, the prospector and then the... Mm -hmm angler the angler the right? yeah, fish person yes. and then there's the, the other person and i made it to the that hunter? third person on my first pelts? round yeah with the pelts and, yeah. okay yeah, yeah. And i made it to that person on the first round and then i died and it takes your picture and then you create a card from everything that you had in there and that's when i was like oh this is like i'm gonna be able to like trick out my deck not just with like things that i find along the way but i can create cards and create power and that's when i realized like oh this is a this is a cool deck building game little did i know that it was so much fucking more than that question I, for you yeah uh just about the making a card stuff i didn't have this happen to me a ton but did you get cards like those created cards that you didn't make yourself what do you mean like cards from others. I got in one of the boss battles in the last area, the last act of the game, 
you mm. were there. <laughs> you you yeah. were an opponent in there. You were a card from the opponent. And people were sending me, yeah, I would, I would get cards made from other people during that, but not in yeah. the first part of the game. I believe, I might be wrong, but I believe in the first part, if you, when you had your Steam's friends list, if your friends were playing it and also made those cards in the first act, you could randomly pull their cards. You're like, who the fuck is Frank Castle 69? <laughs> I guess I'll use it because it's a good card. <laughs> but it's like, oh, that was my friend's also dead person card. But you don't know that. Oh, I'll tell you that shit. At all. It just happens. Well, I feel bad for anyone that got my cards because I was naming all my death cards. Titty, butthole, <laughs> get fucked, get fucked times two. <laughs> As they got un unbelievably stronger. But I loved when Titty showed up. I'm like, oh, God, here it's about to go down. That's awesome. <laughs> Speaking of, like, getting up from the table, I, the, part of my favorite thing about this game is that there are so many secrets. I love a good game with secrets. And there are so many secrets that you don't necessarily have to figure out or find, although I brute forced my way through most of them. Like, for instance, the, the cuckoo clock. I and the safe, mm. the combination in the very first room, the cuckoo clock and the safe. I got up and I was just like, "All right, well, there's a safe here. I could find the combination, or I could try every single combination until this opens up." And I did. And then I went to the clock and I rotated all three hands as, and I wasted so much time doing it, but I I got whatever was in there. It was a card. Got I think those it cards. Was. Yep. Yeah. I got all those really early too, just because I was like, "Fuck!" I, although you had to wait for the. I got the ring out of the cuckoo clock right off the bat, but mm. the other one wouldn't show up until you had the eyeball and wouldn't pop until yeah. you had the eyeball. But You know what's real fun? It is the first time you get the fucking stoat. That <laughs> son of a bitch. I fucking hate that idiot. Uh, <laughs> but when you get all those... That was another moment, too. Where you're like, all right, I'm playing this game. All right, I gotta come back. And then your card fucking talks to you. He's like, hey, yeah. you should play me, you fucking asshole. I can see you. Um <laughs> And that's a great time. Also, funny thing, you notice when you first start the game, there's no new game. There's only a continue game option. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, ooh. Yep. Suck me in right there. Somebody suck me, as they say in the mask and Dave. <laughs> um, so this game has three very distinct areas. And I'm curious uh, about how what choices you both made and how it turned out for you and whether it was different from what it turned out for me. There's the intro area where you're in the cabin playing against like the nature person. I can never remember anyone's name. So there's like Leshy. the nature person. Leggy? Leshy? I, call, I Leshy? call him Leshy. 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 Christina Leshy. Ricci. The same guy from that movie Men, by the way. Oh. Oh. That's the green dude. Anyways, well, continue. I'm going to call him nature guy. Leshy, Leshy, nature. Mm -hmm. uh, so he was the first room where... You go and fight him, and you think that's the final boss of the game. In fact, I think I remember running a Destiny dungeon with Audrey, and she's like, I'm going to go beat the boss of this game now, or like, I'm on the boss or something like that, and then I died or something like that. And I was like, oh, okay. And I think that's what she was referring to. <laughs> so when I got to it, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I got to this so easy on my third try. <laughs> and I was like, just kidding. It's only like a quarter of the fucking game. So there's that. They establish the card game, and then you're in the 8-bit world, and you're collecting the cards. You're now introduced to not only the the nature part with like the sacrificing creatures and bones, but now you have gems. Now you have the like tech deck options too. And then you get to the third part where it's it's again in that kind of 3D environment. But uh, I'm I'm curious for you all how it all played out for you because in my game they they ask you who do you want to replace, right? You're trying to replace mm -hmm. one of the people. And I had a choice, and I chose the tech computery guy. What choice did you all make? I think I picked the... I, I don't... Was, 
Is it a beetle lady? Whoever Grim Grimma Grim? I don't know. Is that the magic one, like the one with the gems yeah, and stuff like magic that? Magic lady. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you uh, and Adam, which one did you pick? I took the the stoat guy, which it doesn't matter because he always jumps up no matter what. Okay. Um, Stoke Guy was the computer-y, techy person, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So three or whatever his name the is. The last act of the game, for me at least, and I assume that's how it is for everyone, I'm playing through, like, the, the Stoke computer-y person's world. Is that the same for you, Jerrica, as well? Yes. Regardless of who you chose to replace? Mm-hmm. How did that transition look for you? Like, how did that... I think it's pretty similar experience for everybody, from okay. what I could tell, what I did a little research, like... I feel like the only thing, unless I'm wrong, which would be really, really cool if I am, but I feel like the only, like, Audrey actually got to found a boss in the third act that I, that I have, I didn't play against. Like, I didn't, I forgot, I guess I didn't get something that unlocked this boss fight. Um, and there was another secret that I know I missed, because I went back and I'm like, oh, I, I didn't do that. I can't remember exactly um, what I missed to trigger it's like something with the the demon skull guy, uh, you know, on the wall, like the it's like a sheep. I don't know. Is it a bull? <laughs> it's something on the wall. It looks demonic and its eyes glow. Um, I feel like there was something with that in Act Two that I didn't miss. But other than that, like from what I can find online, I think there's not a lot of outcomes. But if you guys had something different, I'd be I'd really be interested to know. <laughs> I was just really I was curious that like i happened to choose the stoke computer guy and that that also happened to be the focus of the third act oh. and i was like oh does this change based on who you pick so that's a like really good same. point yeah i think it, i think it was the same for no matter who you picked yeah if you pick someone else he's like hold on a second you thought <laughs> wrong and then he takes over anyways <laughs> um yeah there was a secret boss that i didn't even realize i missed in act two the eight bit world until i was grabbing screenshots this afternoon for this and i was like what the <laughs> hell that's not an inscription screenshot. I was like, oh, fuck. No, that's just an area that I didn't unlock. It's like a little makeshift sailboat thing. Totally missed that. <clears throat> um, yeah. What are some of your favorite... Oh, I want to do favorite moments, bosses, cards, and then anything else that like you felt was noteworthy that you wanted to talk about and geek out about this game. Oh, and then we'll do the ARG, like the the videos and, and the, the ARG part of it too. So let's start with like, what are your, some of your favorite moments? from playing through this. Hmm. I guess I'll go, what do I really like? I, I really like all the ARG stuff. I'm going to be very honest with you. That stuff is great. <laughs> um, so I do love how the whole first act appears to be horror. Man, it's honestly, it's the story is my favorite part. I do like playing the game, especially when you get to the third part and it's like, hey, I hope you played with robots last time because here's the robot mechanic. So learn this real quick. Um, oh, no, here's what it is. I got it. And I brought this up, Chad, whenever I was playing it. I was like, I don't know how this is going to work on a console that's not a PC. Mm. Whenever you're fighting, I think it's the scribe mm-hmm. in the third the, the third act. And it's like, the hey, archivist, upload is, a right? fucking... Oh, you're, no. you're roboting real bad for me. By the way. Oh, am I? <clears throat> mm-hmm. You give me robot, oh, robot, no, it's, robot. It's part of the game. It is. It's a, yeah, meta, no, he, it's a meta game. He's out here to get us. <laughs> We're going to go to hold side for a hot second. We'll come right back. Mm-hmm. We got All it. right. Sorry, we're back. Comcast sucks. Okay. Um, That's the best. The archivist. We were talking about the archivist. 
Yes. Okay. So I we were just talking. Um, it's interesting how it happened to you, Chad. So the archivist is in the third act. It's one of the little robots you get to fight. Mm-hmm. And they're like, hey. And it was crazy on PC. It's like, hey, I need to use your real PC to upload a file so you can mm-hmm. make a card. It's like, yo. And then it's like, oh, here's my real my real ass files in my thing. And then you upload a file and then they freak out because, you know, they're like, you know, you need 50 kilobits. And it's like, that's four gigs. And they're like, <laughs> well, we don't know what to do with this. Uh, and that was really, that's what I was worried about on console. I'm like, you don't have a bunch of files on your hard drive to pull from. And I think, Chad, you showed me a screenshot of what happened. But on PC, that was a wild where it's like, oh, I can just cheese this because I can just literally give it as much power as possible. Uh, but what happened for you, Chad? Didn't they give you like a... Yeah, so on, on PlayStation, obviously, it's going to be much more difficult to have that kind of stuff. Uh, but they basically, you're playing the game at that point as the guy from the the, the videos. Mm-hmm. And so it was just a dummy hard drive of all of his shit. So you go through and it'll okay. give you file sizes of it. That makes it sense. Would, yeah, so I think the biggest thing I found on there was like 2.7 gigabytes worth of stuff. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. that did that did. I used my, uh, my, my Moana 4K file and it just destroyed <laughs> everybody. It was great. There was one point though when it asks you for something old, like the oldest yeah. file that you could find. It does. And there was something from uh, on that guy's hard drive from like literally a hundred years ago somehow. Like the date on it was a hundred years ago. And I was like, oh (laughs) shit, here we go. You You can just edit the on a PC, just edit the file, change the date that it was created. (laughs) Yep. Boom. Easy. Good stuff. I did look up because it because it tells you like you're gonna use this file or we're gonna have access to your drive and you use a file and if you die, then it deletes it. Oh, you turn into a card, right? Something gets turned into a card. I remember, I remember like, there is like a threat of something yeah, that's going to happen. Yeah, we'll delete you, if this file lose. if that card dies. Yeah. And so I did look up like, is this real? Is this actually, does this delete people's shit? And apparently after it dies, it doesn't actually delete the thing. It just creates a file that's like the name of that deleted or trash or something like that and says like, hey, be a good citizen and delete this for us. Like you deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good moment for me. Yeah, that was wild. My one of my least favorite bosses. I enjoyed all the boss fights. I thought they were so cool and how each one of them had like a unique thing to do. But the one that drove me nuts was the one where you're making up the rules in the middle of it. It's in the third oh, act. Oh yeah. And you're making up the rules and you have to and they're all like every time you play a character, a random card jumps on the board or every time uh, uh someone dies, all the spots fill up with like random ass shit and it was Oh my god, that one was obnoxious. Especially because you would make one move and then like 30 subsequent moves would happen that you have no control over and you're like, stop it! Yeah. That one was like, I barely made it through on my second attempt at that one. Yeah. Uh, oh, another fun one. In Act 2, when you go to the Wizard's Tower and it's like, your clues are like something talks about your ears and talks about... And it's, you have to go to the settings of the game in audio. Go to the settings, go to audio, and there's the little code. There's the clue. What? It's in the set. It's in the it's in the wizard's tower. I think you get to use it to get a card, but it's like, hey, the clues are basically go to your fucking settings in the video game, and the clues are in the settings of your video game. Uh, was that was that like for a secret thing, or was that I missed, or was that maybe something that was different on PS Five? I don't remember. Doing I think that. it was a code thing. It reminds me of an yeah. Act One whenever like you go through the manual of like here's how to play the game, and it's like seven three in the corner. It's, yeah, it was that kind of a thing. Gotcha. It might have been something that I brute forced too. 
that maybe I just like. <laughs> I definitely Googled it. I was like, I don't know what they're asking me to do. <laughs> yeah. There's a couple of times I definitely had to look up some answers because I was just like, uh, I have no idea. And then it was so obvious after I found it. It's like, dang. Um, but ultimately, like, I, I think I just liked how different each stage was because I did not know going into it there's three acts. Like, I, I think just like Audrey did, like, I didn't tell her some things on purpose. Um, you just think, oh, this is it. I finally beat the game. And it just, like, rips you apart. And it just, like, shows you this is going to be a whole other type of experience now. And you sort of have to, like, relearn to play the game each act. So it's like, you know, three games in one almost. And I always think that's a, a great deal, you know, three games in one. So <laughs> um, I, I did not like act two though. I did not like how you the didn't. game, I didn't, I didn't like all the abundance of any card that you could use and like building your own deck. Um, I don't know. It just felt like I had been trained. Like I had a hard time moving from act one to act two because I was just like, I loved getting my same set of cards, which I know you have that in Act 2, but you have so many cards to pick. Yeah. And I really mm -hmm. had a hard time, like, narrowing down, like, what kind of deck I wanted. I don't know. I don't know if you guys had the same experience, but I, I just was missing something. I definitely latched onto the one, like, there are, there are four basic mechanics in the game. There's the, mm -hmm. if you go the nature guy route, it's like you sacrifice things in order to play cards. There's the one where you, is Bones its own separate one? Yeah, that's yes. like the necromancy yeah, type one. And then there's the the tech one where you have to like build up energy over time. And then there's the gems and the like the witch one. And so mm -hmm. I definitely when I saw all of those different cards and all those options, and I was like, I'm not gonna sit here and build a 20 card deck at 20 plus card deck out of all of these things and find out which ones work together. I hundred percent was like, I'm gonna focus on the energy one with the robots. And I'm going to click the auto make my thing button <laughs> and I'm going to let yep. it build my deck <laughs> and then I'll like tweak it from there with a couple things. And I just ignored the other systems until I had to play them like in 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 uh, the third act. Yeah, I had a lot of people tell me that they didn't like act two as well or that it was their least favorite. I was into it because, OK, so I love when you get to act two, the aesthetic changes, the game deletes itself or resets or whatever. And it goes back to 8-bit to like probably what the game originally looked like, right? And then I was like, oh, I remember playing Yu-Gi-Oh card games on my Game Boy Advance. And <laughs> it just reminded me of playing a Yu-Gi-Oh card game on a Game Boy Advance. Uh, and I just yeah, auto-completed all the time. It is a lot, though, especially when I got to the Wizard Tower. And I was just trying to like figure out how to beat this dumb wizard. I was like, I just <laughs> forced it. I'm like, I'll just do this. I'll auto-complete and just keep doing this over and over and over again. I, there wasn't strategy. So I there's a lot of options, but... uh. I didn't hate it as much as most people, but most people, it's their least favorite thing for sure. I did find it frustrating that for a lot of it, it felt like the same. It felt like I was starting over from scratch and just doing the same thing again. Mm -hmm. Especially, especially going after Nature Guy again, Leashy, Leshy, Papa John's. Oh yeah, like actually, I didn't person. go after him first because I was oh, like, oh, I'm not gonna do this again right now. Uh, yeah, which was a cool choice because that is one cool thing about this game because there's not one way to play it and I do like that so I get used to like am I doing am I playing this the best way sometimes I, like, <laughs> I get in my head about an experience and I'm like I want to look up some stuff because I don't want to miss anything and I also just want to have the best experience I don't know I think something that Mass Effect has broken in me that I'm afraid I'm going to miss something <laughs> or I'm going to miss yep. A challenge and have a better ending stuff like that so i was a little i didn't want to look up anything but i was always like 
should I go do this or do I need, am I missing something? And it sort of made me nervous to like go to the next section. Am, am I finishing this? I don't know. Um, but it is cool that you sort of are left up to playing your way, but it can be a little intimidating sometimes. What were some of your uh, like overpowered cards or mechanics? <laughs> like what are some of the things that like carried you through the game? I'll, I'll, my first one, and I think the reason I beat the first act so quickly is uh, there's the mechanic where you get you get the jar and then you get the head, and that like determines like mm. every beast has this thing mm -hmm. or every squirrel does this. And so uh, early on, every time I played a squirrel, I got an item, like one of the like cut up your cards or fish hook or replenish your health or whatever it is. So I got that basically right off the bat on my third playthrough. And that's the one that I won because it's just like, I'm fucking using these cheat OP items all the time and replenishing them every single turn. So that's what I think got me through through that so easily is, is that OP combination that I got pretty early. What about y'all? Any of the cards with the sigil, because that's what I, I guess, I think that's what they're referred to as like the sigils on the card. Um, anytime I got to you combined or still like if you, Ended up in Act One specifically <clears throat> when you got to, I guess when you died and you got to make a card, but you also got to combine cards at times. Like any sigil that allows my card to come back after death was just always awesome, especially combining that with a card that just hits for a lot of points. Or you get lucky and like turn your card into the what, it's little, little wooden guys in the woods that are like either going to eat your cards or uh, let you get you more power. Oh, um, Audrey yeah. loves risking it all in that, and I hate it. I only like to give Hold like on. a sacrifice once. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> At the campfire, like you like the give campfire, card yeah. And, yeah, in yeah, Act yeah. One, when mm. you could choose like either to sacrifice your card or it's like a risk. Like you either get like two plus like hit points, or uh, they get eaten. Your card yeah, like I didn't know eating eaten. was a. Th I I went to those a ton, and it, every single time it was just like you're so lucky then because like Audrey just <laughs> loves to spam, and I, and babe she she'll be like I'm gonna do it again. I'm like babe no, it's already got like five <laughs> hit points. Don't do it. It was just like killing me, and then. I would watch your card. Oh get my eaten god! By if the I cannibals. had known that was a possibility, because it, it was weird that they're just like, oh yeah, you got extra hit points, and they look very hungry, and it was like, okay, yeah. cool. And then just said that every time. It was like, okay. If you These do it once, I think you're fine. But if you chance it, that's like that's when they can start eating your cards. I did it every time. <laughs> that's so yeah, wild. But, but you only did it once, though. So you didn't do it multiple times, right? Like on oh, one card, you like, could go back and visit that same yeah, you spot. Keep, when it says they're oh, hungry, no. you can chance it and keep doing it over keep and over. Going. Gotcha. No, I yeah. just visited each spot once. I did it once. I'm like, I'm out. You're not eating my yep. cards. I'm yeah. gone. Audrey just loved doing taking the risk, and it just really gave That's me a wild. lot of anxiety. Huh. It's good. But yeah, uh, any 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 card that can come back from death is like the best. Um, I love when I have that. Yeah, the way I beat Act 1, I, similar thing, where I got the little squirrel totem, and I think it was, whenever you sacrifice a squirrel, it goes back in your hand, or something mm. like that. Or your squirrels can't be killed, or some nonsense, or basically, one squirrel, and I could just summon everything, because I could just keep you yeah. reusing Ooh, yeah. them over and over and over again. As a, So it's like, oh, I need three sacrifices, put down three squirrels, boom, 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 there's my there's my super powerful dude off top. Oh, and I can keep some, like, every, the first turn, I would just be like, a full board. And I'm like, all right, nice. let's go. And I would just destroy it. And that one was uh, was super. And then you mix that with the uh, little dude who saw your guys in half and put them back together. 
And you just have like, my monster does 12 damage and I can get it out on the first turn every single time. Boom. I was in there. That was great. One of my <laughs> favorite combos when you're in the third area and you start like upgrading your cards and like creating them from scratch and stuff like that. One of my favorite combinations of things was to take a card that could hit multiple places, like maybe diagonally twice or something like that, and combine that with the perk that lets you choose which spots you hit. Mm. In addition to the, if you get hit, no matter what damage it is, that creature's dead. So I could part, I could like park that thing out on the corner of the board and then just have it hit whatever spot on the board I wanted to. And those creatures immediately die. And it's just like, that was, that was my go-to. That's good. Um, we've talked about some bosses. We've talked about items and cards and shit like that. Uh, <laughs> What about like story, ARG, the, the the videos? Like, tell me about your experiences with all of that and how wild all of that stuff is. It's insane. <laughs> That's all I'll say. It is it it is wild. Have, so, Chad, how much of the story do you know? I I beat the game, so I've okay. I've played through the whole thing and I've seen the story. It I've like loosely followed the whole thing basically. Like I was like, mm -hmm. oh, okay, it's a it's a a floppy disk is buried in the woods. It's uh, the whole point is that this game on the floppy disk is like looking to be uploaded and and put onto the web by P03, I think is his name, P03. Yeah, P03. And they uh, stop him, and then that lady comes and shoots uh, old Lucky Gamer in the head. Did you uh -huh. see that part? Yeah. Okay. So that's that is the part. That's the mo the ending that you did see. Gotcha. Yep. There's more, but, but anyway, there's like <laughs> what I did. I also looked up is like there was a in the middle of one of the videos. Like there's like the it glitches out mm -hmm. like that. And there was like a blurry sequence of letters and numbers. And I was like, oh, I wonder if that's going to be important later. I took a picture of it. And then it never <laughs> came up again. I was like, I had no idea where to put that. And then I went and found out about the ARG and where it's like, you f like these are ciphers for codes and you find them in all these weird batshit areas. And then you put them all together and decipher them. And that brings you to a site and that brings you to this. And then there's another YouTube video. And then you like go to shit <laughs> and then you have to like submit your email address. And the first five people got a link to a private unlisted YouTube video that reveals the real ending. I was like, this shit is wild. I can't believe crazy. that there were people that were able to like sacrifice that many hours of their life in order to do this. But it's, it's incredible it's so that cool. that exists. Yeah. What's um, I was sad I didn't get to play it like when everybody else was for the first time. Yeah. I was so behind. But it is cool that like, you know, I feel like I even read that someone was able to physically get something ordered or mailed to them at one yeah. point. Like, yeah. There was like five people like the, to get the final unlisted YouTube video. They were like that was, that the was first it. five okay. people to give their address got mailed something with like a cipher in it. I would be something. afraid to do that. I don't know. I don't want that lady coming over trying to shoot me, you know? Like, you mean Casey? <laughs> yeah, that lady. Casey. I don't like her. I don't trust her. Uh. So, uh, yeah, again, the RG is wild. The the true story, so, unless you're a kid, you want to cut in, I oh, can, I think I've ahead. understood it. No, okay. please. <laughs> um, so, there's a video game that he finds in the woods because he buys a pack of cards that have coordinates on them. That's Casey's mom's house. That She's important. Uh, Casey made a video game um, and then tried to destroy it, which is the floppy disk is the one thing that's left. Um, so basically this card dude is like, I'm going to play this video game because I like cards or whatever. Um, and basically the chat is, it gets wild. So, 
the disk itself has a code on it called the old data, which is a thing you see at the end of it. Um, the old data, Hitler had a cards, a stack of cards in his pocket when he died. And these cards had a sequence of numbers, which is called the Carnoffel code. And the Carnoffel code, if you put it into the sequence, is like occult, evil, Satan, power incarnate, if you know these numbers in a row. So that information this was This is put, a real-life thing, not a, not a game thing. Well, this is what the, the game came code? from. Okay. The Carnoffel... Well, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Okay. It's an evil code, right? So there, <laughs> Hitler had cards in his pocket that summoned the devil. <laughs> nice. The Soviets <laughs> took this information and put it on a disc. An American spy stole it from the Soviets and then put it on a floppy disk, one floppy disk amongst like a thousand blank floppy disk and brought that back to America. And the game company that Oh Boy calls, it seems to be like a, a were the spies, like a cover for the spies, right? So Casey was like working at this place, discovered this disc that had Satan's number on it. Um, and then they were making a game and then Satan's number gave sentience to the things inside of the video game. So the old data is stuck in the game. You cannot destroy the disc because we see he tries to destroy it. You can't destroy it. And they're all sentient because of Satan's numbers is in the disc. Um, and then at the very, so again, that's why everyone's evil. That's why everyone's going through it. Satan computer program is alive. And that's why, so like Leshy was there at the beginning because Casey helped Leshy picture all the other guys, put them away because Leshy wasn't really evil. He just wanted to play cards. Fucking PO3 wanted to take over the world. Leshy's like, I just want to play cards. Cause that's all he does. If you notice in the game, whenever he kills, you just want to play cards. He doesn't really want to do anything evil. He's a good guy. Uh, so all that goes through, they think they delete the disc. Um, they come and shoot the guy in the head and take the evil Satan numbers back. And at the very end of the game, you see his computer boot back up and you see PO3's face on it and he like uploads. So it's like, oh, he did actually end up uploading it in time before everyone killed him. And then it shows you basically Steam and it's like, hey, there's this new game on Steam called Inscription. Everyone check it out. And it's like, oh shit, I'm playing the fucking evil Satan fucking video game. Like me, me and Adam, who went to buy Inscription on Steam, I am now a part of the thing. So uh, that's basically it. Yeah, that's evil wild. Satan numbers yeah, from Hitler and sentience. <laughs> Do what now? I missed a lot of that. Yeah, that's all ARG stuff. That is stuff I read on Wikipedia and fucking because I did not go that far in. But yeah, basically, uh, Satan, Hitler... Um, infected a video game and they became sentient and wanted to uh, upload themselves to the world. So you have Satan on your PlayStation now, just letting you know. <laughs> and, and there's there a lot of game with Casey about like her like dying in a fire and trying to make a game. There's there's a lot. This dude, Daniel Mullins, loves this shit. This is all he does <laughs> in all his games. He's like, it's a game about a pony, but actually. <laughs> so it's pretty fun. It's pretty cool. I like it a lot. I think it's safe to say we would all recommend this game, yeah? If we're, oh, yeah. we're calling this a put review, like put, this is a go play. Put Satan on your things, I guess. <laughs> Great. Put Satan put on me, daddy. <laughs> 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 uh, all right, so I, I, I think we're pretty much coming towards the end. Is there anything that we haven't covered yet? They're like, I am itching to talk about blank. I would just say, again, play the game, it's great. <laughs> and the way I explained it, it's still probably not doing it enough justice. Just play the game and then go look up on YouTube, like, inscription, 
real story or something like that because it it goes deep. I think it's even connected to one of his old games called Hex. Yeah, apparently, I read a little bit about that because I was like, if there's more by this man, this man, this guy has made more things like this. I want to try them. But it, there are like some cards, I guess, that are connected to that original game. I guess that's the last game he made. I don't know. Um, but there are some callbacks to it. So I'm interested. I, I just wanted to download it and see what it what it was and if I can make any connections. He's got me hooked. That's all I'll say. <laughs> yep. He's got me hooked. He's got it. That guy. All right. Well, thanks for both of you for, for joining me for this Respawn Aim Fire reviews. Jerrica, thank you so much for joining us from JK Games. Everyone go listen to JK Games. It stands for Jerrica and Kayla. It's not for just kidding. Yeah. It's yeah. JK Games. Uh, go follow them <laughs> at JK Games Podcast on Twitter. Is that correct? Yes, that's it. Perfect. Go check that out. Uh, y'all do streams too, right? Like, I yeah, see we try to stream every episode now. Um, luckily, if things are working, like the internet, you've got a taste of that <laughs> earlier. Um, but yeah, we also stream and upload to YouTube. Dope. Go check all that out. Subscribe, share, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Adam, you guys still doing season two of Isle of Misfit Rolls? Yeah. Check out the podcast about D&D. There are no Satan numbers in it yet. <laughs> yet. <laughs> I just finished uh, all of the Adventure Zone that's currently out. So I'm looking for a mm-hmm. new D&D podcast. It's going to be I Love Misfit Rolls. Hey. And for me, y'all just come to my house in San Jose. Everyone come to my door. Kiss my dog. Okay. <laughs> that's it, everyone. Go play Inscription if you haven't already. And if you listen to all of this, then you're an idiot. I told you not to at the beginning. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye.